Hi, this is Shanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we got some more amazing tennis results to talk to you about this week. Um, Bryce, we had a combined uh, 1,000 event. And uh, boy, there was, there, was a, there was a lot that happened during those events, man. <laughs> it was popping in Rome, wasn't it? Man, <laughs> Rome was like, look, we're going to give it to you. <laughs> right. Oh, my god. Amazing, goodness. man. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, you want to go ahead and tell our folks what we're doing? That's right, folks. Once again, if you are listening to us on podcast, we are on the Locker Room app. And once again, Locker Room is the live audio social networking spot for sports fans. So if you want to come and chat it up in regards to sports, Locker Room is the space to do that. It's available on all Apple products. We are doing a beta in regards to Android. So hopefully it'll be broadening and, and uh, getting uh, getting out there to the masses uh, very shortly, but overall, locker room is the place to be. And uh, if you want to come chat it up with Brothers on Tennis, that's what you need to do. Download that locker room apps from from your app store and uh, come on out. We're here every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, and we are getting it on. Ain't that right, Bryce? <laughs> that is right. And as we move into the Italian Open results yes. from last week, I've just got one question for you. Mm. We starting with the men or the ladies? Oh, man. Because both <laughs> were so good in so very different ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. You know, let's go on ahead and go with ladies first. Let's go with ladies okay. first. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So when we talked last week, mm -hmm. I think what we had done is we had given our projections for the semifinals. Yes. And, 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 and remember it was the whole, like that third quarter, we were different, but we were the same pretty much everywhere else. So I think we had said it was going to be Ash Barty. Yep. Versus Fiontech. Yep. And then down below, we were going to have, um, I think we were the, different on the third quarter because I had Halep and I forget who you had. I I must have had um you have Kvitova. I had Kvitova. Yeah. Yeah, you I had Kvitova. And then I think we both had Serena, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we got one of the four. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I guess our you know what? I guess our minds were focused in on the the eventual champion. So we were, you know, right. Right. we just knew all the other ones were background noise. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but let's go ahead and let's start with the top and, and let's talk about why Ash Barty did not make it to the semifinals. Right. And, 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 and Bryce, it's a combo, but at the same time, I think it goes back to the whole thing that I was saying in regards to the whole peaking thing. Um, right. I, I don't want, you know, for Ash as well as for Sabalenka, are they peaking too soon? And honestly, I think the loss that Sabalenka took to Coco, to Coco Golf, honestly, in my opinion, is a good thing because it mm -hmm. allows her to kind of, kind of step back and be like, okay, I done got me an L, but my clay court, you know, season has been on point. So let me just go on ahead, get in the gym, put in some reps, and let me get myself right for, for the, you know, for the French Open. With Barty, Barty, you know, I think it was a combo of things. She had the injury, of course, but it was because it got all rainy and the conditions got all heavy. And because of all of the play that she's been, all the winning, I should say, that she's been doing, it just resulted in her having a, you know, a nagging injury kind of come back upon her. And mm -hmm. it made her basically say, hey, let me let me call it so that I don't jeopardize you know, right. my chance at, at going to the friend. And I thought that that was a very smart move on her. It was. I was yeah. You know, why chance it? How, what were your thoughts? Bro? No, um, yeah, let's let's I, talk Barty and Sabalenka real quick. Yeah. Right. So I agree that, you know, she, well, I mean, that's one of the things that we're learning about Ash Barty. Mm -hmm. She makes very smart and measured decisions. 
Yes. Right. And and we saw that she really didn't want to play, but the tournament was like, no, we, we got to get it in. And, mm-hmm. Even you know, though Djokovic and what's your name on the different court were, out, were not out there playing. Exactly. And we still haven't mm. heard any explanation why they were pushing the women out there to play, but not the men. Exactly. But, um, but she made it. She made a smart decision because, you know, she knew, she knew that the goal was not winning Rome. Exactly. The, the goal is trying to win the French again. That's and right. so uh, she had gotten enough matches in. Uh, I mean, she's played a lot of matches already. <laughs> yes. And um, so she was warmed up. And, of course, we had a side benefit out of this because it allowed – now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Coco wouldn't have gotten there anyway. They were playing a nice match. Mm-hmm. But her withdrawing when she did – uh, definitely benefited Coco Golf in terms of her making her first Masters, I mean, not Masters, but 1,000 level semifinal. Right, which was an incredible result. I mean, to me, that that's like, yeah, that, that to me was wonderful because it gives her the points and it gets her even deeper into that whole discussion around the Olympics, which yes. I'm just so – talk about a reason. If, if y'all ain't excited about watching the French Open, I'm – there is something wrong with you because there is some great dynamics that are going to, going to result from the French. I mean, they have so many implications. So I just feel like the French has a lot of um, – yeah, it ha- it just there's a lot of impact to it, so it's going to be interesting in a lot of different ways. Right, and and let me just circle back to to Ash for a second. Yeah, um, I was very happy to hear that she said that this is an injury she's had since she was a kid. Right, and they know how to manage it, and mm-hmm. so they were being smart about it. So anybody that had any thoughts of like, well, oh, is she going to be okay for the French or whatever? She quickly you know, uh, took care of that. Right. And uh, so we will look forward to seeing her in a couple of weeks. Right. Now, I don't want to just jump to Coco being in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. We have to acknowledge the tournament that she had. I mean, yes. Coco Golf. I mean, she beat <laughs> Putin Seva in the first round, which we know that's no easy task, ask uh, Osaka. Right. Um, <laughs> and then they, they had the breadstick fest. <laughs> with uh, Sakari. Right, um, exactly. You know, feed me and I'll feed you back. <laughs> and Love then, that. That was such a strong win over Sabalenka, one of the, the, the hottest players on the women's tour, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this year. Yes. Um, and she had all of those victories before she even got to Ash Barty. So, uh, she well deserved where she's at. And, and one of the things I was telling somebody earlier this week is for all the hype that, and, and tennis, we're, tennis is one of the worst sports at this. Hmm. Somebody can win one match on Tuesday and all of a sudden we're talking about how they're going to be the greatest <laughs> ever, you know. Right. Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still laughing at all the hype on, on, um, Andrescu and we, Andrescu. Just, yeah. we can't seem to get her to even get in a tournament. Right. Um, but <laughs> Coco Golf has had a lot of hype for a long time, uh, especially through the juniors. And rarely, it's only those very, very premier players that we often see not only live up to their hype, mm-hmm. but I think she has surpassed uh, expectations at this point. For her to be within... What is she in the within the top thirty now? I believe so. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and she's still seventeen. Yep, just turned March. And 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 look, anybody who watches any of her matches sees that it's not just like she's blowing people out. She gets in there and grinds and battles and fights, and she she has. I forgot how many victories they said she has over people in the top twenty now, mm-hmm. but you know. You used to go into a match with Coco Golf saying, ooh, I hope if everything comes out right, she, she might have a chance of winning. You go into matches now thinking, I kind of expect for her to win yeah, this match. Yeah, she's she going to win. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, right, she's playing some really good tennis, and she's shoring up like we like we would expect to see mm-hmm. some of those major gaps that we saw. Again, right. the serve issues. Mm-hmm. You know, she, yeah, she'll throw in a double fault here and there, but was it like it was last year? Not at all. 
definite nope. improvement. On the forehand side, is it is it the cleanest forehand at this point? No, it's not. But is it cleaner than it was last year? Is she putting better shape on it? Is she, you know, I, I just see those improvements with her, bro. And I really feel like, you know, she, she, she to me is making the right improvements in the right way and, and time. So it's not this whole rush thing. It's not this whole, you know, overwhelm. She's doing a lot of really great positive things, in my opinion. And I even, funny enough, I think even uh, Roddick was talking about that on Tennis Channel Live, about the shape of her forehand and mm-hmm. how the trajectory, tra- the trajectory on it is is much cleaner and it looks a bit more, you know, anticipated. And and I, I just, and I agreed with that. I was like, exactly. I, so I, I am very much um, impressed with that young lady. Um, mentally, again, we've never really questioned her mental fortitude. No, She's got the mental. All. She yeah, she, she, she will get out there and she will fight with anybody. Um, and to me, that's just you know that's that's just the cherry on top. That's what you need in a champion. So I'm very very pleased with Coco. Right. And so she ended up meeting who we thought would be there in the semifinals, Sviantek. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But for me, the story in uh, Fiontech section wasn't her because, you know, we expected her to make the semis. I was actually surprised that Svitolina beat Muguruza. Right, right. I was expecting the quarters to be Muguruza against Fiontech, but I didn't even know that um, Svitolina has such a positive record mm-hmm. against, against Mugu, yeah. uh, Muguruza. So, um, and she took care of her pretty handily, six four, six two. So gave her um, that hoe biscuit. But yeah. I tell you what, though, bruh, I feel like you know, first of all, she's just kind of getting back because my, you know, she was out for a little bit, and she mm-hmm. she she got hyped and put on her put on her apron and gave that bread in that first round. But I tell you what, that second round against Bernarda Pera, Bernarda Pera is is not to be played with. I like <laughs> right. I like me some Bernarda Pera, y'all. And she is a lefty, and she she's just feisty. She's got a great game. I like Bernarda a lot. And I feel like she played Muguruza hard. Now, mind you, she did take that bagel in that second set. Yes, she did. <laughs> but still, she took her to three. And, you know, if somebody's just kind of getting back and getting, you know, getting in, trying to find their form, that can take a bit out of them. But I think it was that combination. And like you said, the winning record that Svidalina had against Muguruza, she went into that match and was like, Muguruza, anybody's scared of you. (laughs) 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 You might want to rethink. And and that's what she did. She got a hold of her and snatched her around and gave a whole biscuit in the second set, said bye. (laughs) Right. Holla. (laughs) Well, so then we have Sviantek against Coco Gauff. And, And you know what? That was actually a very good match. Yes. Uh, but I think Coco just met, you know, once again, a very informed player on clay. Yep. Um, Sviantek has, you know, almost three years mm-hmm. on, on, on Coco. Coco. Yep. And um, so, you know, there was no shame in that loss, you no, know, at all. None whatsoever. Um, and I was very impressed that Sviantek got out there and handled business and put herself in, in the finals. So let's drop to the bottom. Yes. Right now, yeah. the section that we thought Serena was going to come through, yes, until uh, Podoroska <laughs> showed her what time it was. Ponderosa brought out some steak and was like, "Listen, <laughs> <laughs> she brought out that steak and potatoes and was like, am I just trying to play with you?'" Right. <laughs> so, so what was your take on on that loss that Serena yeah. took to uh, Podoroska? Yeah. So, so Bryce and and I, I you know, I'm, I'd be interested to hear what some of the other folks out there are thinking as well, and you, of course. Um, I, I, I feel like personally. Serena came out trying to work her new game, if you will. Mm-hmm. Her, I'm going to go to the net. I'm going to, you know, it, baby girl, you haven't played in a while. How right. about let's get your A game right. Let's get right. your A game down right. and get the first set at a minimum. Because to me, I felt like she was out there and she was like, oh, I'm going to win this. So I'm just going to go out here and play around with the stuff that, you know, that Zena done taught me and blah, blah, blah. But like I said, baby girl, ain't got you don't have your base game yet. You 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 rusty, so you ain't played in a long time. So how about we get that initial game, you know, set? Then we can start coming to the net and, and messing around and, and volleying right. and all that good stuff. 
Um, and to me, she was playing around and Paderewski was like, okay, I'll play around with you. <laughs> and then it got late in the set and, and Paderewski was like, okay, I, I know how to step my game up too. And because Serena mm-hmm. was rusty, she didn't know how to really flex her A game. And Paderewski was like, I, I'm in form. And I right. feel like it all came down to the back end of those sets where Podoroska just rose to the occasion better better than Serena because Serena was was rusty in my opinion. I feel like she really should have done what she did today, which is play your A game. Make sure right. you get your A game right and set up your A game to get you the win. Then you can play around with the extra stuff you done learned and you've been doing at the academy and with Zena and everything. But to me, I felt like she just tried to employ way too much of the new stuff too soon. And it didn't allow her to get into a groove. And in my opinion, that's what cost her, cost her that loss. But I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on, on that first rounder. Well, you know, I'm going to just keep it simple and plain, which is what Serena should have done. Mm. And my Preach. thing is, she just did not look good to me. Um, her serve was not there. Uh, the unforced errors on the forehand were just unreal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the movement wasn't the greatest. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was and not. I, and which, you know, was a little surprising for me because all of the things we had been hearing was you know, and what great shape she was in. And, and really, she is in good shape. You can you can see that. But being in good shape and still having your movement right are two different things. Right. And right. so um, so the movement was an issue for me. And in the back of my head, I was always very concerned about this matchup because I don't know if people have remembered that Podoroska was in the semifinals of the French <laughs> Open last year. This exactly. Wasn't, this wasn't just like, you know, you know, Jenny from the block right. that she was playing. <laughs> you know, this is somebody who made the final four of the French. And so she's going to have a certain degree of confidence, even though it is Serena Williams. She knows Serena Williams hasn't been playing. She knows yeah. what her results were on the clay last year. And so she came in there, I think, with a real belief that she could win. And I just mm-hmm. don't think Serena was ready. Right. And I felt like, like, okay, but that's, you know, I was telling somebody else this week, I said, that's what these tournaments are for. Even if you lose early, it's mm-hmm. you want the wake-up call to happen in these tournaments. You don't want the wake-up call to happen at the French. Right. So I immediately after that loss, I was like, she needs – there are two weeks to the French. She needs to get into one of these other tournaments to get some more matches on her belt. So they right. didn't waste any time. By the end of that first day, they had already <laughs> said, you know what, we're going to be over there in Parma. Um, right. And we're going to go ahead and, and get us some more matches. And so she made the right, you know, move there. Now, Podoroska, you know, just like we say all the time, when people have a big win, yep, you always worry about them in the next round because, I'm sorry, we always bust on Mardich. <laughs> there oh, go that girl. There go, yeah. there, you know, there go that girl. There, daddy, there go that girl. You know, <laughs> She's you always know, there, man. She's she, always there. She's it's there. like, yeah. And that's and exactly she 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 took what she got and was like, okay, if you're gonna let me play Portoroska, <laughs> I, I can handle her. Right, right. So um now staying in that same section, mm-hmm. somebody we've been very high on this year has been Jessica Pagula. Yes. And and I we knew that this was a potential red alert here. Um, talk, <laughs> talk about somebody whose movement on play don't look good. Um, it looked like it looks like Osaka tries to hit the ball, then slide. It's like it's like, no, nah, baby, it's reverse. You slide the reverse. into the shot, right? Right, right. And, and Pagula was like, she ain't got this right. <laughs> so you know, all right. P- Pagula like, was she like backwards, right? She like Coco up in the top half of the draw, mm-hmm. winning. I'm trying to get this Olympic spot, right? Let me go ahead and handle up on her because I don't think they got a whole lot of clay courts in Japan. So <laughs> she won that match. Bruh. And then, you know, we know Alexandrova is a, always a tough out. 
Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she took care of her. But I'm going to be very honest with you. I was a little surprised that she lost to Martich. You, you and me both. They, they go that girl. I don't understand <laughs> that to Martich. Y'all, I'm trying to, I've told Bryce this for years. I do. I, and it's, I feel bad because I feel like I'm, I'm just putting shame on her and shade on her. And it's not intentional, but it's like I've seen her play and it just seems basic. And I, but she always be there. She always gets these wins and she's been riding around hovering the top 15, top 10. And she's just there. And I'm just like, how are you there? But, but she makes it happen. And like you, Bryce, I was shocked <laughs> that Pagoon right. went down there. I was like, uh-huh. I was <laughs> right. like, I thought Jesse was going to spank her up and be like, ooh, let me mm-hmm. get a hold of what? My right. girl, my homegirl, Pishkafa. <laughs> right. <laughs> And Martik was like, nah, I ain't having none of that. And she spoiled that quick, bruh. That was shocking to me. It really it, was. It was. Now, let's jump to that messy quarter, mm. which was the third quarter, which yes. you I and mess. I picked two different people, and we still didn't pick the right one. <laughs> you know? Um, yep. Well, and like for you, I, 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 I at least give you a bit of a break because you had picked Halep. Right. And you can never predict an injury. Right. No, no. And she had given that break. It gave Kerber that bread that first set. Right. And we know Kerber's kind of on retirement watch anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> that, you know, and, and people were like, oh, she's showing good sportsmanship by carrying her bag out for no. Nah, <laughs> Kerber was just trying to make sure she got up off the court. Right. She was like, let's go ahead and get you out of let's here. Let's go ahead and get you on. That's right. Cause, cause I'm, right. March, I'm marching on. I, I wasn't going to win this match before, but, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving. But yeah. But for me, I I was surprised but happy that the person I picked, Kvitova, look, I'm an old school person. Right. I, I like to vote right. for the old school. And the fact that Vera Zivanareva mm-hmm. was able to step her game up and 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 was able to take out Kvitova. Right. Uh, I, I was so happy for her. That was such a, a big win. That's a big win. And, that was a big win, and 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 but Carolina or Carolina Puskova, better known mm-hmm. as the good one, um, <laughs> she she was like Vera. It is not two thousand and three, so <laughs> right. <laughs> let me I show you how we that. do it in twenty twenty one. And um, after she lost that first set, she really battled in there seven five seven six and gave her yeah. a breadstick in that third set tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, really? It, no, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. No, story. no, no. That was, she yeah. beat her seven five six three, so she took her out in straight set. Sorry about right. that. Right. Yeah, it was that next matchup, which you know, to me, I was like, this can go either way because both right. of them, Pliskova and Ostapenka, they, you know, they wild. They, you know, they gonna swing. They going for right. their shots. Neither one of them is the best mover on the court, so you knew that one was just gonna be a straight shootout, and and right. it proved to be so. It got to the third set tiebreaker and. And Pliskova broke it open, though. She she got a 7-1 in that tiebreaker, though. Right. <laughs> and I kind of knew, though, at that point that Pliskova was going to be in the finals because Marnish may have snuck up on these other ones. Right. No. And, and quietly, Pliskova was like, listen, I'm going to definitely have my game right because I ain't got to play Jesse Pagula. You took Pagula out for me? Woo! Thank exactly. You. Thank you so very I, much. I like you so much. I'm a feedry, <laughs> exactly. and I'm gonna give you a breadstick, and I'm gonna oh. give you a whole biscuit. That's right. And she <laughs> you did. Know? gave her gave her feather, and was like, "I'm making it this make it to this final." Man, so that was a good result for Plishka because quietly she has not had a good season, in my no. opinion. Um, her no. results have been subpar at best. Right. Um, so for her to make a uh, 1000 final is, is in my opinion, a very, very good result. And as we saw, it, you know, the, the, the draw had to work in her favor, but it did. Right. And sometimes you get that. And that's, you know, that's part of how it goes. And before I do my Jim Courier, readjust myself in my seat to talk about Ooh. this, uh, final, Ooh. I just, you know, Miles reminded us that, uh, in the chat that it was, wasn't it great seeing, uh, Francesca Schiavone, right in the stands, and she's working with uh, Martich. So 
Yeah. Uh, who knows? She maybe she might bring something to her game that'll give her a little more consistency in terms of going deeper in these tournaments. And that's going to put her more on my radar because who loved me some Francesca Schiavone was this guy. So yeah, I I will give I will give Martic a little bit more. She won't be oh it's that girl. It'll be like <laughs> oh Schiavone. That's, that's <laughs> right. The one. So she got she earned some some brownie points with me uh, bringing bringing Schiavone onto the crew. That's that's good, <laughs> right? So let let's hey let's cut to the chase and let's get to this final, right? <laughs> oh God, let's get <laughs> to this final. And the crazy thing is, <laughs> Bryce, <laughs> how do you, as a professional tennis player? Mm. That was once number one in the world, in who the world. is known, who is known for having a serve as a weapon. <laughs> yes. That yes. you don't, you don't hold your serve not one time. I mean, there was like one game that she thought she was going to kind of hold serve and Fiontek was like, uh-uh, no, <laughs> we, we, we're not doing that today. No, we're, we're not, not doing, doing that today. today. No, There's no, no, so no serve holding for you today. No, she was like, I got you. I got your serve. I got your ground. <laughs> I got your movement. I got everything right on this side of the net. Bryce, <laughs> come on now. And 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 Fiontek is the wrong player to give some momentum to. Listen, Fiontek <laughs> is a beast. Let me just let 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 us put it out there. Fiontek is a beast because she wanted that double bagel. She was like, "I will have." This. She was like, "I will have nothing but." You're not going. <laughs> you're not going to spoil this for me. I mean, for y'all, I I just need y'all to understand that is basically the second worst beatdown in a final. Ever. Yes. I mean, seriously, the only other one is when Steffi was at the French Open. And what what was old girl's name that she beat down Six Love, Six Love? Oh, uh, what uh, was her Natasha name? Natasha Zvera. Natasha exactly. That, that is number one because it was a grand slam. This well, is number there two. Was another, well, there was another one. Was there another Which right. one? When Chris put them double bagels on Martina oh, back Martina, in 1990. Right. <laughs> now, you know, I don't like that's to bring right. it up because Martina now took over as my girl. That's right. Ooh, I yeah, don't like to bring did. that up. And that's she back did. when Martina, before Martina had gotten in the gym and she was a little right. chubster, right? That's right. That's and, right. And Chris ever was like, I know you like the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you about to run today, sister. And I think it was, it was probably after that match that, um, that Martina went and got in that gym. Right. <laughs> she was like, you ain't going to never do this to me. Again. Never, never do that to me again. And but so this is number three. Right. <laughs> right. A 100 series and Bryce, she only won 13 points in the she, whole match. 13. She, she won, won four, four points, points in the first, in the first set. set. Four. Now, that you means know what? for every one point Pliska won, basically Sviatek won four. Yep. One and four. That's the way it looked like. That is junior tennis <laughs> versus professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> and wait a minute. Let me give you a funny story. Um, what's his name? Um, uh, the one who coached um, uh, who's the, uh, Darren Cahill. Yeah, Cahill. Uh-huh. Darren Cahill told a story and mm. said, Steffi and Andre were at a trivia night someplace and they were doing this team thing and their team, the, the question was uh, where they were like, in what final did somebody, you know, double bagel the other uh-huh. party? So Steffi's there, right? Right. And Steffi said <coughs> it was Chris and Martina. Ah, now, right. first of all, that wasn't a major final, but the other thing was, Steffi had forgotten she had double bagels there for she. She thought she gave her a breadstick in the bagel. Wow! Now <laughs> that leads me to something I want to bring up right now, and I, yeah. you know, I'm I'm giving a lot of leeway here because I really like Sviantek. Yes, and and I've had no reason to give her any side eye yet, okay. and I don't know if this is true or not. But on Twitter, the WTA Insider from their official verified account, and I'm going to read it to you right now. It says, Igus Fiontech was so focused on the task at hand and well aware that Pliskova could turn things around that she had no idea she didn't lose a game. 
She wasn't aware of the score until her coach told her after the match. Now, that's a lie. I, I, I now, because so, <laughs> so, she so, interviewed Prakash and she even said it. She was so, like, after she got that bagel in the first set, she was like, I had to reset because you never know how a player is going to come out after the second set after you've given it. She knew, she knew the score. That is, that's a lie. So, so what I'm hoping. Right, because what I'm yeah. hoping yeah. is that you know I'm always trying to give leeway to people where English is not their first language. Right. right. I'm hoping that whoever was talking to her, maybe it was something that was missed in translation mm-hmm. or something like that. Because, right, I immediately read that and I was like, there at any <laughs> level of tennis, right? A tennis player knows when they have not lost a game yet. Exactly. Come on now. So don't give me that I didn't know till my coach told me exactly. that I hadn't lost a game. But outside of that, congratulations to her. I mean, this was a huge win, a huge step in terms of making her a strong favorite to defend her title at the French Open in a couple of weeks. That's right. That's right. I mean, she looks good, Bryce. She's playing some great tennis. She's playing aggressive tennis. She got that heavy forehand behind her. Um, yeah, she is definitely uh, one of the top uh, the top candidates for that title, for sure. So that, I mean, um, uh, you know, congratulations to her and congratulations to her with the new rankings. She's now in the top 10. She's number nine mm-hmm. in the world. So even by being defending champion, you know, getting her ranking higher, Right, you know, and getting getting a better draw potentially, you mm-hmm. know that's great news. So anyway, let's yeah. we have spent a lot of time on the women's draw, but it was just <laughs> that good. It was that good. <laughs> let's let's jump over to the men, and before we get to the men's singles, yeah, Isaac, what is going on with Mektich and Pavic? <laughs> Listen. Them, them boys are bad. That's all I can tell you. They like Brian Brothers. Thank you for retiring. We about to take your mantle. <laughs> we appreciate you. Holla. Because we are now the new formidable doubles team. They, they, they can't lose. I don't think that they know how to lose at this point. Do you I mean, know? Do you ridiculous. know? We are in May. May. And they have already been to eight finals. Mm-hmm. And they have six titles. Seis, for those who, uh, that need Spanish. Seis. Right. They have six <laughs> titles already, and it's May. It's May, bruh. Six. It's like, it, it, it's, it's, it's befuddling. It is so ridiculous. And mind you, remember, they were in that, that tiebreaker, and they uh, literally could have even won seven because they were in the finals yep. of the other That's one. right. That's right. It's, it's so ridiculous. So I know we don't always talk about doubles, but if you, listeners, if y'all are not paying attention, there's something really special going on in men's doubles this year. Absolutely. Um, check out the Croatians, Mektic and Pavic. They are beating fools down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ugly, y'all. I mean, they are, they are beating folks and taking names. They're like, yep, y'all not trying to get in our way right now. Crazy. Right. So, jumping to singles, and yes. once again, we picked we were predicting three of the same four. So we mm-hmm. predicted Djokovic to make it to the semifinals, yep. which he did. Yep. We predicted that Rafael Nadal at the bottom would yep. make the semifinals, which yep. he did. Now, Steph got all kind of mixed up in the middle. Yeah, the middle uh, was kind of funky, but we ended up getting those two in the final and the actual winner correct. So we did pretty good. We, we did pretty good. I we mean, did pretty it, good. wait a minute. It, it was a, a big stretch picking Nadal and, and Djokovic, I must admit. But let's talk about where things got a little hot. And yes. we had predicted for Djokovic to meet uh, Dominique Team right. in the semifinals. Right. But Sonego was like, wait a minute, y'all in my house. <laughs> exactly. We in Italy. Y'all forget that? <laughs> talk about shock. Now, he was definitely not the Italian that I expected to see in, no. in, in the la, in the latter rounds. No. Um, you know, when you got your Berrettinis and Sinners and Musettis, I, I just did not think Sonego would be the Italian that would be in the in the, the last four. It was no. pretty, pretty shocking, actually. So he takes out, I mean, and the thing is, it wasn't just that he won. I mean, this guy battled. Bruh, he battled. I mean, I mean he took out team 
uh, in a tiebreaker in the third set. And then wait a minute, mm-hmm. say, I ain't done. I ain't done. And, and he got with Rublev <laughs> and spanked him up in the quarterfinals in three sets. Uh-huh. And then let's be real clear. Hmm. Came could have almost beat Djokovic. Well, he he played him he played him strong. He 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 snuck out that second set. And you you, you it, I was definitely questioning things because it's like, you know, when you talk about in your home country and you got them screaming for you and you know, but then it's it's Djokovic, so you know. Right, Djokovic <laughs> was like, there was a bakery on my ride into the tournament this morning, and they had whole biscuits on sale. Right, I decided to get you one. I you just you need one. Just here you go. Your right. exit from the tournament. Take your whole biscuit. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Put you some Parmesan cheese on it. Right. Make it taste good. Right. You but good. Bruh, talk about a result, though, man. That is a very, very impressive result for Sinego. He's always sort of been kind of the left behind on my list for the Italians. I don't really yeah. think about him too much, but right. he's he's on the radar now. I got to say that that young man completely he 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 earned a few points with me this week. I have to say that those right. are some great victories. Really right. great. Yeah, man. Well, now let's talk about that third section where we were different. Um, yeah. You know, I had picked Karatsev yes. to come through, and I believe you had picked FAA? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> And both of them got beat by Scrubs. <laughs> that show did. So wait a minute. So I'm going to talk, talk about my guy, and you talk about your guy. So yes. first of all, let's, let's just be real clear. Karatsev is continuing to let everybody know I'm the Russian here. Yes. Don't he get already put the sm- He already put the smack down on Rublev. Yep. He made Medvedev just look silly. <laughs> he really did. He, he, Medvedev <laughs> over there cracking jokes. You know, <laughs> Rublev is in the stands laughing. Did you see that? I No, I didn't. I missed that. Rublev was, was in the stands laughing. Because <laughs> he was like, Karatsev is <laughs> taking him to the woodshed. Uh-huh. Now, as proud as I was of Karatsev for, for that win, yeah, I was really upset with him for losing to Opelka. Because when he was when they were in a tiebreaker and he mm-hmm. had set point and he pushed that backhand down right. the line out and, and, and push, what have we seen Karatsev push a shot? Ever a push stroke? a shot, yeah. He never yeah. pushes one. So that showed me that you know, playing, you know, it had been so much pressure in terms of not being able to break Opelka's serve that he got tight. Yeah, yeah. It got tight there. And then once you lose that set, you know, Opelka was able to ride the momentum. And, you know, I'm not a big Opelka fan anyway. Um, And when he got that victory, I was just kind of (laughs) sick. Were you sick, bro? I was sick. I did not like Opelka. I'm sorry. I'm, you know... And, and see, Opelka was on my JV squad. So I dropped him off, of course, because he wasn't doing nothing. Right. And and then, of course, once I dropped him off the JV squad, then he act like he wanted to show up and gets to the semis. Um, I, I didn't, of course, see the match with uh, him and Karatsev because I think, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't on the, I think it was on 10 Channel Plus. But anyway, I didn't get to actually see the match itself. But mm-hmm. the one thing I did, I did hear, because he was on the, at the desk with Prakash, and it was kind of interesting because it was like he was talking specifically about the comments that you made about him last week. Cause I remember you were talking about him. You were just like, I do not like Riley. He's just out there looking all gangly and flailing and looking <laughs> unbalanced and looking just goofy. And it's funny because he basically said those same things when he was being interviewed by, by Prakash. He was just like, you know, last week I just felt like I, I I was all over the place. I didn't have any balance. I was flailing, and this week we really worked on trying to be calm and 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 really just being more level. And I, I was like, oh wow, okay. And mm-hmm. it seems as though that kind of helped him to to because again, someone like an Opelka, someone like a Isner, you know, you may not like them, but they got a game style that nobody else had. You can't teach seven foot tennis. And right. that's always going to bother somebody. And I can see how it would bother Karatsev because if you're, you just have that constant pressure of, I got to hold my serve. I got to hold my serve because this person is just literally going to be throwing bombs. And unless I can get a read on they serve, it's always going to be pressure on me. So I, I was 
personally, I know you don't like Riley. I like Riley. So I was very pleased to see that he made it to a semi. I think that he is under, um, he is, you know, he has not lived up to his potential whatsoever. Um, and I'm hoping that this will be a little bit of a spark for him to, to, to get to where I feel like he needs to be being a seven footer, uh, in this game. So. Okay, well, good for him. And let's talk about FAA. <laughs> well, <laughs> FAA just—I don't know what about that Del Bonis thing. Del Bonis has been like, "Listen, I'm—I'm I'm getting my game together." Talk about another underachiever. Um, he's been on the tour for a little while. He's someone I had my eye out on for maybe about mm-hmm. seven or eight years ago, and just—he just—he just never really delivered, in my opinion. So. But he was, you know, he got him some good victories last week. He brought it over into this week and to make it to the quarterfinals of a Masters or a 1000 event, you know, kudos to him, man. That'll give him some points and hopefully get him on the radar and hopefully he can keep up the uh, the momentum. But, yeah, I don't understand. I didn't get to see the match against FAA, but um, apparently after that tiebreaker, FAA looked a bit hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He was so like, that, boy, Italy he, got some good old breadsticks. Good breadsticks, boy. They are they are the garlic and everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but you know what? But we do need to give FAA some credit. He yeah. he had two good wins before that. That he did. That he you did. know he, he Kryonovich. Yeah, he got him on Kryonovich in a in a tight three setter. And then mm-hmm. he and like we anticipated, he's gonna get up on Diego because it feels like everybody's taking their turn with Diego these days. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and he was like, "You look hungry, so I'm gonna give you some Italian breadsticks." Right. I gave him at least one of them before he then took one in the next round. So, you know, I I, I think it's coming along. I think that was good for him to get a couple victories. I, you know, still got a ways to go. Him and Uncle Tony and that whole thing, but you know, it, he should not have lost to Del Bonas, especially in straight sets, taking a breadstick on the way out. So that was a bit disappointing, but uh, we'll see how he rebounds. Right. So Nadal did what he was supposed to do to El Pelka, and we get the final that right. we were supposed to get. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and this is great heading into, because this was a rematch of the French Open final mm-hmm. from last year. And right. so you know Djokovic, felt embarrassed on the way Nadal spanked him last year at the French Open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was going to come and try to put his good foot forward, but people were wondering, you know, him having had to play, you know, finish his semifinal um, over Pass, which, by the way, let's be real clear, that is the reason why it's hard to get behind Pass. He <laughs> choked that match. There's yeah. no reason why Pass yeah. shouldn't have beaten Djokovic. He served for it. Yeah, yeah, he 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 uh, he he played a great set and a half, and then he just started unfortunately choking. You know, again, it's it's that reputation. Djokovic and Nadal fed; they have it, and and it and these young guys just still have not been able to get over that hump as it relates to that respect uh, factor. Well, and that's why Djokovic felt that he could put his chest out there mm-hmm. after the final and say, you know. Rafa, Roger, and I are reinventing the the next gen. The next gen. We, we the new next gen. The, the next gen. They not doing nothing. They not doing nothing. We, we reinventing ourselves. <laughs> we the old gen. We the new gen. We the next gen. We the gen. We we are the gen. Don't get right? it twisted. And he's right because none of them have broken through to prove him any any different. No, no. I mean, so not he, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, I, I hate that he he even put um, Rogers and, and Rafa's name out there because you know they don't talk like that, right, you know. Right. But right. Uh, you know, anyway, I'm not talking about Novak. So let's talk. Yeah, let's let's talk about. Well, we, yeah, we, we, let's talk about this final. And, that, and, yeah. and what did you think, Isaac, about how it went? It was it was a you know it was a really really interesting final. It was. Um, it, you know, it, they they battled the first set. I mean, it was kind of a back and forth, and um, very weird that they were exchanging the breaks like they did. That was kind of interesting. Um, but um, I guess for me, you know, Rafa took that first set, and I was like, "All right, here we go." He's 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 kind of broken Djokovic's spirit. But that's the thing about Djokovic, bro. Djokovic kind of 
he kind of has a little bit of that. And I hate, you know, I don't, I don't know if you want to call it the Monfils thing, but he'll look like he down and out, but yet right. still he's locked in because right. I felt like he was down and out going into that second set and he started kind of playing quote unquote, like he didn't care, but he's done that in the past. He has. And I feel, I feel like that is such a great disguise on his part because he, he, to me, Looks like he doesn't care, but he's locked in and he keeps winning games. And to me, I was just like, dang, he, you know, when you feed Rafa a breadstick, come on. Right. You yeah. locked on in. Clay. On, on, clay. on clay. You locked yes. in. And I just felt like that was so interesting because it looked like he was going to get drubbed uh, straight sets. But again, he just. He he just locked in and he figured it out and he got that second set under his belt. But then Rafa, being the champ that he was, was like, you know, I I, I can appreciate the fact that you got that second set from me, but <laughs> right. uh, this is Clay and my name is Rafa Nadal, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm gonna go on and get this victory. And they battled that third set, but Rafa came through, man. It was a great final, man. It I, was I, an excellent I, final. Yeah. yeah. I. What were your thoughts on it? Give me your take on that match. You know, I, 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 I did feel like Rafa was going to win. And, mm-hmm. um, I did think it was important that Rafa won the first set, yes. uh, which he did. And I felt like he, yes, Djokovic obviously did, did his thing, but I, I felt like equally Nadal had a dip in his play mm-hmm. in, in the second set. And so, right. Um, so things kind of turned around, but like all great champions do, you know, set is over third mm-hmm. set for the championship. He reset and, um, he showed why he is the king of clay. That's it. That's it. He, even with him liking to kill himself over these Bruh. lines. Like Bruh. why, why, why Rome duct taping lines down? Right. Know? You better get you some paint or get some stronger glue or something. I mean, you cannot have the best player ever on clay falling not once, but twice in your turn. Right. I well, mean, I, come on now. I almost guarantee you that <laughs> in 2022, 20, right? you're going to have painted lines on their court. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be wrong. <laughs> yes, you better know it. Because, man, when he tumbled, and you could tell he was pissed, too. He yeah, tumbled, he, he got up and did this, swung the fist. I was like, oh. I was like, yeah. damn it, y'all better get right, because he just yeah. right, like, right. like, now, damn it, y'all ain't going to have me getting injured trying right. to go up in the French Open. I'm trying to take this thing. Right. And, and, yeah, man, you can't have Rafa falling like that. That, that yeah. to me, was unacceptable. Twice. I like I said, twice. Took I don't, I don't know if they thought they were saving a few dollars by trying to nail things down, uh, mm. but you know what? Spend that money for that titanium, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> that paint that they put down. Exactly, I mean, whatever it is. Why wouldn't you be trying to replicate what's at the French Open anyway? Anyway, exactly. Exactly. You know? It just, yeah. I bet you was so. I bet you somebody related to Fonini family was over them lines. You know, I, I'm gonna leave that alone. But the, the the important thing here is that Nadal, yes, has now tied Djokovic again for the most number of Master Series titles That's at right. 36. That's right. So going back they, and forth. Yeah, they continue to go back and forth with this, and uh, it, it's really exciting to watch. It, it really is. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. I mean, it, and that's the one thing. Like I said, you know, we we clown on Djokovic, but you can't you can't clown his record in the Master Series. He has won all of them. Yeah, <laughs> er, twice. Every single one. Twice. twice. <laughs> to, to me, to huh. me, of of everything Djokovic has done, to me mm-hmm. that is his most impressive um, uh, accomplishment. To me, yeah, I agree um, with you. That's winning, amazing. Yeah, winning each one of the Master Series twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... look at and talk about records. Now we give that to to Novak, but then at the same time, Rafa has four tournaments that he's won in double digits. Mm-hmm. Yep. Top one being the French, French, right? Thirteen, and, twelve, eleven, and ten. He just won his tenth Italian or tenth Rome. And that's I, ridiculous. And I really need Rafa to win this year because I need for him to be able to say, "I got as many French <laughs> Opens." 
As, as he, he, he says, as God major. I need for him to be able to say that and be able to say it with his chest. You know, yes, with the chest. It, yes, I need for him to be able to say that. I, you know, just I gotta put that out there. Yes. So, so a wonderful <laughs> tournament the Italian Open was this year. Maybe one of the best tournaments we've seen, you know, all year. Yes. Um, good. So let's, you know, we have about fifteen minutes left. Let's talk about what's going on this week. Yes. And and do you want to start with the men or do you want to start with the women? Uh, let's stick with the men. Let's okay, we're going to stick with the men. Yeah. So we have two 250 tournaments going on. Mm-hmm. And we have one that's in uh, Lyon, France. Yes. And our top seeds at this tournament are Team, Cici Paz, Schwartzman, Goffin, uh, Monfils, Center, mm-hmm. FAA, and Hatchinoff. And, and let's just add that my boy, Joe Willie Sanga, <laughs> uh, is, is in the draw. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Yes. And we also have my, our boy, uh, Karatsev. Yep. Yep. Uh, Playing again. Yeah, and in the first round, he's playing center. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is actually, to be a 250 tournament, it's pretty stacked. It's, it's fire, bro. It's definitely a tournament you should, you should have your good eye on. That's for, that's for right, sure. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, FAA and Musetti in the first round. Right? Dude, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It, yeah, yeah. This, this draw is, is for, like you said, for a 250 they trying to get it in. So, yeah. um, yeah, this is, this is going to be fun. My, my hope is that my boy Gael will be able to, to, to get him some, some good play and get maybe uh, some good victories under his belt. Hopefully he can make it. That'd be awesome. If it could be a third round him against, uh, Songa. Yo, now you, Come on you now. know, I would love, <laughs> love that now. All, but, but we, we, we know that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, Cici is probably going to spank up both Frenchmen. Cause I, I, I think Joe, I think Joe, Joe has a chance against Tommy. I, I, I do. Oh, I think yeah, he's got a good definitely. chance against Tommy Paul. He's an American, of course. <laughs> so let's, so who do you think is going to be in the semifinals here? Oh man! Well, I'm just gonna call uh, um, bottom half. I am gonna call that CC Pass uh, um, uh, Felix because okay. it's just yeah. I don't know that I it, there could be some upsets in there, but I'm just gonna call it as as I see it there. And I think Team, of course, is definitely going to want to get his clay court game right before right. going into the French. So I'm right. going to pick him. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, I'm gonna pick Diego. Yeah. So actually, I'm picking. It's funny. I'm like I'm stretching, but I'm really picking the, kind of the seeds here. But um, yeah, I wasn't gonna call you out for that, you know. No, but uh, you, I appreciate because, that because you because you know what? I'm picking the same people. Okay. Of course, of course, in my heart, I'm hoping that Karatsev uh, right. comes through. Right. And um, while you beating people, go ahead and beat team uh, <laughs> quietly. You, you know. know? Why not? You're right. So well, he owes him because didn't he lose the team uh, earlier in the year? year? Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's one of so. his losses earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And quietly, even if um, Karatsev loses in the first round, uh, team has got to look out for center. For center, yeah. So you got one of the two hot, hot ones. So, you, you yeah, it's not going to be an easy quarter for him no, whatsoever. No. no. But I, I agree with you on the semifinals. Um, and I will just go ahead and say, you know, of course it's easy to say. I mean, we're, we're, I'm going to take the one and two seed, right? Right. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I actually, you know, am thinking team and yeah. CC Pass. Yeah. I, 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 I'm honestly thinking the same. Of course, my heart would want to say Felix just because I, I'm on the Felix bandwagon. I like right. Felix a lot. But I just don't think he's there yet to beat uh, CC Pass uh, right. on clay because CC no. Pass is, is playing some – he's playing some ball. Do not get it twisted. Right. Um, so, yeah, I see it being CC Pass team, which I think is good because I think both of them are the two probably best players who can contend with the Rafa and the Djokovic at the French Open, who might be able to, you know, at least press them a little bit. Uh, and I do say a little bit 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, bro? I I, I agree. Uh, I think it'll be team uh, and and CC Paz. And honestly, mm-hmm. I I call it a pick 'em. And that's same. Final. Same. I call yeah. it a pick 'em. Yeah. Um. So that, like you said, for a two fifty tournament, this draw is amazing. Mm-hmm. Now. Let's let's go over here in the other 250 in Geneva, which is flashing the heartbeats. <laughs> um, we got Roger Federer, uh, and, yes. and just a cast of characters, and but, and, and the others, yeah, and the others. Now <laughs> we will give a little shine to Shapovalov because if he, play, if he plays the way he played last week, mm-hmm. uh, he may take this title. I I don't disagree with you, bro. I I really don't. I think I think Shapo uh, is finding a good form, um, and I think that he's you know he to me is trending in the right direction. So I, I definitely see him. Well, for me, I see him making the final down there at the bottom half. Okay, so let's go ahead. Give give, give me your your semis. Uh, it, it, oh well, well, first of all, yeah. well, first of all, let me tell you who's in the tournament. So our yeah. our, our top seeds are Federer. Shapovalov, uh, actually didn't, did Rude pull out or is he still in it? Oh, he's still in it. Okay. Uh, Dimitrov, uh, Gar, no, Garin is the one who pulled he's out. He's pulled out, yeah. Uh, Fonini, uh, Pear, actually Pear's not in it anymore because my <laughs> JV guy kept, kept her. Come get some. Uh, and actually Matarino, the A seed is out because yeah. he lost to that 18 year old French guy today. Exactly. Yep. So who are you, you pulling for the semifinals? I'm going to say the semifinals are going to be a Fed, Rudd, top half, bottom half. I'm going to put Opelka Shapovalov. Oh. Did Opelka already lose? I, I haven't seen no, no, n- no. I, I haven't. I haven't got my spirits out yet on that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, how about I, you? I'm, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed that Federer makes it to the semis. Um, oh, and you know what? I do think Root. I mean, uh, Root is gonna make it to the semis. Of course, in my heart, I wanted to be kept for, but uh, it's right. probably gonna be Root. Uh, and then in the bottom, yeah, Shapo. But I'm actually going to go with you Dimitrov. Pick? You're going to go with Dimitrov? I'm, I'm going too much. We He's going to be like, I'm tired of y'all picking on me. Right? If we, honestly, I saw the draw, and I would honestly, just because I like Fed and, and Baby Fed, I would love right. for that to be a final, but I just know it ain't going to be. Uh, no. <laughs> Shapo, he has found his clay court game. Yeah. And yeah. he, yeah. I, so are we both, so are we saying Fed, Shapo, final? That's what I'm saying. Yep. Okay, and what are you saying? Who who's gonna take that title? If, if Fed get to a final, listen, he better he gonna yeah. We got to chase after Jimmy. So he right. If he get there, he better win. So and 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 the uh, and and they're in Switzerland too. Exactly. So he ain't trying you know, to lose nobody in his country now. No, Come on, now. no, he's not. And I see Paul was talking about uh, Ivashka, and he's Ivashka. He's yeah, had some good results. He, yeah, Ivashka can play. He has had some really good results. Let's see, who is he playing? Um, yeah, where, where, where is he? For, okay, so oh, okay, he's gonna put it on Vordasco with his 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 uh, what Nick Kyrgios say his very average backhand. <laughs> yes. um, but I, I expect for Dimitrov to take him out. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I, to happen. Yeah, we'll we'll. It, it it should be fun though. I like right. I, said, I do like Ivashka though. He's he's gotten himself on my radar. I do like his game, big ball striker. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I ain't mad at that pick. All right, so let's jump over to the women. You yep. and our we have two two fifties over here as well. And the mm-hmm. first one is actually in Belgrade, Serbia. Uh, the Serbia Ladies Open. Uh, AKA Walmart open. That's Busta open. Exactly. Busta. Busta. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> even even the top seed decided, you know what, probably Chankova was, ah, I'm not really going to play. So let me go ahead and get up out of here. <laughs> so then that leaves you with Putin Seva, uh, right. uh, Zhang Shai, uh, Badosa, Podoroska, Milanovic, Peterson, and Kovinic. So. Um, you know, shout out to everybody in the tournament. You know, exactly. I'm glad y'all playing. You know, have fun. Yeah. 
Get some points. Get get you some points. Yeah. Yeah. Now we know <laughs> we got a couple of our friends who are big Layla Fernandez fans. So yeah. Yeah. um, you know, maybe Layla has an opportunity to show out here. Yeah, it'd be nice. Get her another title, second title of the year. Be be pretty cool if she could do that. And she's in the section where um Pavlachenkova was. So right. exactly. Uh she has an opportunity to take that path. So good luck to you ladies. Now let's let's go over to <laughs> the two fifty that is in in, in Parma, yes. aka the black ladies tournament. <laughs> All right. The, the, no, it was the Black Women Invitational because <laughs> we had Serena, we had Venus, we had Coco, we had Sloan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, our, our seeds here or Serena, there goes that girl. Uh, Martin, <laughs> there she go, right? Coco, Kafakina, uh, Anna Samova, mm-hmm. uh, Wang Chung, Cerebus mm-hmm. uh, Tormo, and yep. uh, your girl. My girl. <laughs> Caroline Garcia. <laughs> All right. So let's just go ahead and speak on it real quick. Uh, one of our queens took the L today. Yes. Um, Venus. Uh, I got excited because, you know, in that first set, she was down 5-2. Mm-hmm. She came back. She took that set 7-5. And Shmeet Lova was like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're not Serena. I'm sorry. This is I got Venus. confused. <laughs> I can see the last time for a minute. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, and she genius. said, "She said I was driving past this bakery <laughs> on the way to the grounds the today, to the ground. and they had a sale on whole biscuits. <laughs> and I got you two. I got you two, not one, <laughs> but two. <laughs> Let me tell you what." <laughs> The hi- the highlight of this match had absolutely nothing to do with the match. Okay. Did, have you? Oh. Let, let me tell you what. Yes, with the chair. Pe- yeah. If, if people, if y'all have not seen this clip, go out to Brothers on Tennis on Twitter. Look on yes. that Twitter feed. There is a video of where Venus Williams was given a time <laughs> clock violation. Um, and so she went to the chair umpire and was just trying to explain, like, look, I was holding up because <laughs> the wind was blowing and right. I, can't, I can't hit the ball when the wind is blowing. And right. so he was like, I'm not trying to hear that. And she said, well, look, I can't control the I can't wind. Con- I can't control I can't God. Control, I can't control God. <laughs> you know, take it up with him. And after she said, take it up with him, and she pointed to the sky, yes. she turned and she did the Compton strut. Yes, the sister did, girl spin and strut. And, and yes. strut. If y'all have not seen that video, <laughs> it is a much, it is a must watch. Please, please, <sighs> please go watch that. That yes. is going to be the highlight of the tournament. <laughs> oh, that was my awesome. goodness. That, that, so anyway. Now, besides that, the other queen played today. Yes. And she came out. What, how, how did you think Serena did today? Well, she took our advice. She actually, <laughs> listen, baby, play, baby girl, play your base, get your base tennis right. Then you can play with the other stuff. But make sure your A game, your ground strokes are clean. Make sure all of that is good. And mind you, she's playing a qualifier, 17-year-old, and I like the ending where the girl was like, yeah, can I have a picture? Yeah, <laughs> so she that was it. cool. That was cute. That was pretty cool. I was like, there you go. Go and get your, you know, get your scrapbook ready. Um, but to me, Serena did what she needed to do, which was got her, she got her base ground stroke game right. And mm-hmm. I feel like that to me is the start. Now, maybe <laughs> after she beats up on Senyakova, then you might be able to start playing with the little, your little balling and everything like that and integrating the things you've been practicing in. But, but yeah, let, let's, let's get your A game right. So to me, that's what she did. And that's why she won three and two, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. She looked much better. If I'm being honest, yeah. if I'm being completely honest, she still is not looking the way I'd need for her to look, but maybe she'll look that way come the end of the tournament. You know, right. I, I had told somebody earlier this week, I said, well, you know, she needs to get in there and just, you know, win a, get a couple of matches under her belt so she's feeling good. Uh-uh, I'm changing that. Serena needs to win this tournament. She needs to win this tournament. She, she needs, needs to, to win get some it. confidence. Exactly. Yes, she needs she to win it. since last year, what, January? When she, right. the only, actually, and she's only won once since she's been back, and that was that title. 
Right. No. With she, Olympia. So she yes. She needs to win this title. She'll Agreed. still have a week off. Yep. Before the French starts. And um and with that being said, you want to take a cut at your semifinals? Yeah, yeah. So quietly, I, I think it's time, Bryce. I, th- I think we need to see that Serena Coco matchup, and we need to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see that in the top half. So that's the I, one I that I'm, I'm, I'm throwing, that, throwing that one out there. Um, you. you know, I, I, wanna, I want so badly to vote for my girl Sloan. She did not, in my opinion, look good today against McNally. I just feel like she... I don't know. She just didn't look like she was off the mark and she, she will need that to get past Kazakina. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just vote with my heart. So I'm putting Sloan in the semis and I'm going to put, there go that girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting some because again, now that Schiavone is up in her camp, she's on my radar now. And I love me some Francesca Schiavone, y'all. So with the grunt, I just I loved all of it. So yeah, right. Petra's Petra's now on my radar. So I'm gonna go ahead and put her in the semis. So that's I'm calling the three sister girls and and, and there go that girl. How about okay. you? Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with um, Serena Coco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am gonna go with there goes that girl. Okay. Uh, but I'm actually going to go with Casaquina. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Casaquina there. Uh, and I'm actually going to go with Casaquina Serena in the finals. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Who, nice, wh- bro. What, what are you thinking for the finals? I, to me, I would think that if Sloan can get to the semis, I would think she'd make the final. So I th- I'm, I'm calling the Serena Sloan final. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. So, so this one is looking very, very interesting. So, look, we are really at time, and we need to wrap this up, like, right now. Uh, I, I want our listeners to know that what we have not done on this episode is I have a page of hot topics that we have not <laughs> gotten to yet. Right. And we're getting ready to go over to Instagram Live, and we're about to put all of them out right there. So... If you are listening to this as a podcast, um, you could be with us live as we're recording this, chatting with us, giving us input. You hear us referencing comments that we see coming through. Uh, download us from the Apple App Store. And there is now a limited beta release for Android. So, mm-hmm. you know, come on, get aboard uh, and let's do this on Locker Room. Right. Um, enjoy the tennis this week. Um, we've got some great matches leading up, uh, to the French open. And even though I've told people in the past that, you know, clay season isn't my favorite time of the year, which it isn't, um, (laughs) because of how everything is building up this year, it's really, really exciting. So I can't wait to see how things pan out. Any final words from you, Isaac? Uh, no, bro. Just shout out to the, to the listeners out there. We got us a nice little group out there and we're sorry we couldn't bring you up to chat this week. We will definitely do that in the coming weeks, but thank you all. It's a nice, nice group here, man. We got a, we got, we got a bunch of folks out here. I yeah. appreciate you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. So don't, don't leave us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't us. leave. Yeah, in about five minutes, meet us over on Instagram Live. We're going to keep the party going on our after show, and we hope to see you all there. So with that being said, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. We'll talk to you next week.